Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's time. Time to escape from the real world and transport ourselves to the fantasy world. Hi everyone, my name is Mel and welcome to K-Dreaming. Hello, K-Dreamers. Before we get started, I do have something to share with you all. This episode, for the time being, will be my last episode of K-Dreaming with Mel. This may sound like a shock to some, and know that I still love K-dramas and K-pop very much. When we started these mini-show series, it was a bit of an exploration of topics for us. At the time, I was very excited to explore the realms of K-entertainment through a podcast. However, as time moved on, I realized there's much more I want to share with you all. So with that, I will still be having a mini show and I'm excited to share an even more vulnerable side of me through it. Um, More details will be shared through our social medias along the way. For now and always, I will still be consuming a lot of K-drama and K-pop content. I mean, part two of The Glory is coming out and I'm very excited for it. If you want to connect with others that also love K-entertainment, check out my Soulmates Discord through my link tree. Lastly, I want to say thank you to those who have joined me with K-Dreaming. Thank you so much for your support and love. It really means so much to me. With that, let's kick off our last topic that I know we all have many thoughts on, and that is comparing Western and Asian dating shows. Let's start off by comparing what are Western and Eastern dating shows. First, Western dating shows. These are shows that are filmed and produced in North and South America, Australia, and New Zealand. Some shows you may be familiar with are, you know, The Bachelor franchise, Love Island, Netflix is Too Hot to Handle, and The Ultimatum, Love is Blind. For Eastern shows, these are shows that are produced in Asia and the Middle East. Today, we'll be focusing on Asian dating shows, specifically Korean dating shows. So some shows you may have seen are Singles Inferno, which I know we all been watching, Pink Lies, and Change Days. I actually watch all these shows. They're really great. Um, If you watch all these different types of dating shows, you most definitely felt and saw a difference in how they all handle love and romance. So I thought it'd be really interesting for this episode to kind of compare and contrast the things I've, I've noticed, the differences. And feel free to join in on this conversation. Message me if you notice um, some things you found that are different or the same and anything that stood out to you. The first and most obvious thing that I'm going to talk about is physical intimacy. I mean, this is very apparent. I will say that Westerners move extremely quick. 
I'm talking about how they kiss and touch each other right away. I mean, the whole premise of the show Too Hot to Handle on Netflix is that the contestants are not allowed to hook up with each other. Like, they gain more money by not touching each other, which is so crazy. And if you want to compare that to, like, Singles Inferno, which is a South Korean dating show, you know, they're on this island, you know, and the winning couples are sent to a luxurious hotel with each other. And they most... More often than not, they choose to sleep in separate beds in this grand, like, penthouse suite. Also, I find that whenever we watch, like, the Korean dating shows, if they ever get to a point where they're, like, touching hands, we all freak out. Like, I remember the scene, and this may be a spoiler alert, but in Singles Inferno Season 2, the scene, and they closed up on this moment, when Sugi and Jin Young were in the pool, and Jin Young starts pulling Sugi towards her, and everyone's like, oh my god, their fingers touch. Which honestly is like so funny because it really, that is not a big deal in like the Bachelor series. Like honestly, I'm watching this season of The Bachelor. He has kissed every single girl so far and I'm just like, damn, dude. I will say this might be like an observation or commentary on different cultures. Like in Asian cultures, physical touch is just not a big part of how we use to express love. So I can see why in Asian dating shows, it's such a huge step to get to. Like that little bit, even that finger touch, it means a lot. And, you know, I don't know if this is something you all felt, but with this slow burn in the Asian dating shows, the anticipation really builds up. Like for some viewers, it really adds to the excitement of the show. But for others, it can feel really slow. And this is my opinion, but I will say after watching multiple Western dating shows, like I watched all of them. Like I definitely, I started watching The Bachelor in its first season and I was only like 12. And watching multiple seasons of that. And um, if you listen to a, a recent episode of ABG, I talk about how I have to be aware of all The Bachelor franchise because I worked with some of the um, the previous uh, cast members and um, my in the work culture I used to work in. You just have to be aware of like the reality shows. But I watch a lot of the Bachelor franchise and like all the other dating shows on Netflix. And so most of my consumption was Western dating shows. Then most recently, I switched over to watching Korean ones. And I slowly, I, I started to really appreciate the slow burn of like the, the buildup, the anticipation, the tease, I guess you could say. And then after watching like Singles Inferno and Change Days, I went back to watching the Western shows. And I, I was kind of shocked of how fast they would they kiss and like get there right away. And like I mentioned, like I was watching The Bachelor and I'll be honest, I, even though I used to watch all the Bachelor franchise, I took a, like a few years off. But watching the, the most recent season and seeing their date night one and Zach, his name Zach, Zach is kissing all the girls right away. I'm just like, how are you kissing so many people on the first night? Like I was like already. But this could also be a reflection, you know, on how I like to proceed in relationships. I feel like when you watch these dating shows, you do tend to project like how you'd like to handle certain situations or how you like to move. So those are my kind of observations on the physical intimacy component of, you know, comparing the Western ones and the Asian ones or the South Korean dating shows. The other subject I want to talk about, it's like the elements of drama, which I think drama is a huge reason why we watch these reality shows to begin with. The one difference I did see is I am focusing on how they communicate on these shows. Like in the Western shows, I think it's very apparent that in the Bachelor franchise, um, I'm quoting this this franchise the most because it's been the longest running and the show I've watched the longest. Um, they always say as a teaser for a new season, it's like, it's the most dramatic season yet. And I think after a while, you're like, all right, sure, sure, sure. You say this all the time. But actually, if you were to scale back and compare that phrase and compare those shows to the Korean dating shows, 
I will say that saying is actually quite accurate. When you're watching the Bachelor franchise, there is just so much more cattiness and confrontations that happen on these shows. And when I say confrontation, like, yes, they're going, they're having an argument, but it always escalates to a point where, like, maybe someone's in someone's face and it feels a little bit more aggressive. And some examples I can think of is if you guys ever watch um, JoJo Fletcher's season of The Bachelorette, there's a contestant named Chad Johnson. And I'll say he's quite toxic. He would punch doors. He, like, ripped another contestant's shirt and felt very aggressive. And so, like, there's that's a very maybe like a one spectrum of the personality traits you might see on these like Western dating shows. Another example is I remember watching Peter's season of The Bachelor and Tammy, that girl is feisty. And and I will say she can be independent and strong, but she went off on multiple people multiple times on the show and will get in your face and just felt kind of like just felt a little bit more aggressive and not um, there's definitely no cordialness when when they kind of uh, deal with confrontation. And everyone remembers Queen Victoria from another season of The Bachelor. She was just so extra and she would literally like talk shit about everyone. And then if you guys are Love Island fans, I am a Love Island UK fan. Faye from Love Island was also notorious for being like yelling across the like the pool area and like just talking shit and like you learn to love her but like this type of like confrontation in this like in your face way was very common actually in these western shows an opinion and a thought that maybe people might have is that you know you can say that these western shows there's a lot more drama actually because it's produced like i heard through the grapevine um that on these reality shows, like, there's a lot of alcohol consumption resulting in, like, this kind of in-your-face behavior, maybe compared to the Asian dating shows. You know, watching um, the South South Korean uh, dating shows like Change Days, there's definitely confrontation going on. But there's a sense of, like, they're holding back a bit. And maybe they're just not really upfront with, with how they feel. And maybe, you know, I wonder if it's like due to a cultural emphasis on, you know, on wanting to save face and not wanting to yell. But there's there feels like a softer approach when problem solving. An example I can think of, and again, I'm sorry if you guys have not watched some of these dating shows. I, I may be revealing some spoilers. So please go ahead and pause at any point of the time this, in this episode or come back after watching. A popular uh, South Korean dating show or South Korean, like, I guess reality love show was Change Days. And the premise of Change Days um, is dramatic in itself. It's um, about four couples that are probably at uh, maybe like a crossroads in the relationship and they come to this house and they live in this house with all the other couples, but they date each other. And so it does get kind of like, uh, like people start getting anxious, fights kind of start happening, but it's never to the level of someone yelling in your face to that extreme or that's maybe what I thought. But a couple that stood out to me in the show that had confrontation was Hyogi and Yoonsel. Um, They would have disagreements all the time. Like literally watching them um, have disagreements on the show. You could just tell they were a couple that did not communicate well at all. Like miscommunications, assumptions, whatever. And even though a lot of the conversations got heated and never escalated to a screaming match. If anything, Yoonsel would just roll her eyes. Like she had the, like the... Her eye roll is really, like, intense. Like, I'm like, wow, this girl has, like, a really good eye roll. But nothing aggressive would ever happen. Maybe someone would storm out, but never something in your face. So that's one thing I notice. Um, 
I think as for the drama component, like, we you know, obviously why we're all watching this. I also wonder if this is just, again, like a cultural thing. Like, obviously, me being Asian American, I, I, I see the Asian side of it, too. But I feel like in the Western dating shows, the more dramatic you are, the more screen time you kind of get. And... And I'm not sure if anyone else feels this way on the the on the Korean dating shows, but I think now with you know with a lot of the reality reality dating shows in America, maybe in the UK, there's a lot of like question of intention. Like again, the more dramatic you are, the more screen time you get, and then the more clout you get. And I feel like a lot of controversies and drama arise because they're like, oh, are you here for the right reasons? Like we hear that all the time on The Bachelor. And there's one season of Bachelor in Paradise where there are comments being made like, oh, he's only on the show to get more followers on Instagram. And that's just such a interesting thing to be concerned about. But that didn't, we didn't have to worry about years ago when watching The Bachelor. But that is something that gets brought up now, the intention. And that adds to the drama. Comparing to the Asian dating shows, I don't really hear that being brought up as much. I was having a discussion with my roommates about like um, Tingles Inferno and like Change Days and all the South Korean dating shows. And we're wondering like, is this, you know, like I mentioned, like, is there, is there always this element of making sure you're saving face? And maybe you don't want to come off too strong or else that feels like you, you know, you're a bad representation of your family or things like that. And and it's true. Like you, you could say that, you know, behind closed doors, like everyone has their own issues and could be confrontational. But I feel like maybe the Asian contestants are just more or the Asian when I say Asian contestants, I mean like the, the contestants on the Asian dating shows, maybe they're more aware when the camera's rolling and like having to be always proper to some degree can add to the like less dramatic, you know, um, confrontations from the um, Asian dating shows. So I don't know. Let me know if you also feel that way about the, the, the elements of drama on both these dating shows. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, K-Dreamers. Welcome back. And right now, we're kind of talking to the differences and comparing, you know, the Western dating shows with the South Korean dating shows and the different, like, subtopics. The next thing I want to really talk about and compare are the beauty standards. We all know, like, watching all of these dating shows, they have some very, very attractive people on them. I mean, I'm pretty sure all the producers know that attractive people means more viewers. However, when I started watching the Korean dating show Singles Inferno, they are very open. 
with their specifics on what they like in a partner. Like they'll be interviewing them like, oh, what do you want in someone? And it was the first time hearing a contestant say, I prefer a man or a woman with a double eyelids or a monolith or I like a certain type of nose. And it just opened my eyes and um, noticed that they seem to be more um, open with plastic surgery and these beauty preferences on the Korean dating shows. And when I'm watching like Love Island and The Bachelor, mostly Love Island and Too Hot to Handle, that's more sexy. I feel like the Western dating shows, um, they focus more on the body and like a boob jaw versus face on the Korean dating show. So I was like, oh, that was interesting. I will say that Western shows for me feel more sexualized for sure. Like the contestants are wearing much less. Again, I'm talking about Love Island because they're literally living on a like a villa and they're walking on bikinis, thong bikinis, or they're shirtless. Versus like even comparing singles in front of where they're literally living on an island, but everyone is just so covered up. Like the girls are wearing like coats and jackets and all this stuff. And they're just so, just so opposite of the Western dating shows. I mean, they might strip down to their bikinis or stuff like that for like the competitions, but even their Simpsons are quite modest too. So just a huge difference on like just the beauty standards. Do you guys notice any other differences with the beauty standards? Please let me know if I miss anything. I'd love to hear your guys' um, observations as well. The last thing I do want to touch on, and I don't know if anyone notices this, but maybe because I just I focus on the production value, but the production and filming style of both these type of shows are so different. And this is something I'm just like starting to pick up on too as I'm watching more reality dating shows on Netflix. But I think this is one of the biggest differences is the production and filming style. I feel like the way these Korean dating shows are shot, it feels a bit more cinematic. And even their sets, the houses, like just the way they choose to film feels a bit more aesthetic and has a softer look. I don't know, it feels like there's like a filter on it or something. But comparing the Western version, like the editing style for me, like, or maybe just the the, the places or venues they choose feels very more like party, like party vibe or club vibe. Like I was recently just watching The Perfect Match on Netflix and they use a lot of like neon lights and like bright color um, accent colors versus I feel like when I watched the like the Korean dating shows that like the environment's more subdued and more softer and like um, more neutral colors. And maybe there's something I noticed, but let me know if you see you guys notice this as well. But again, I want to talk about the editing style. Like when I was watching Love Island, there's a lot more of like, again, like the party club vibe. It feels like the type, the way they shoot the series is like a way, it's like, feels like a segment like of like, if I were a promoter at a club, I'd be like, oh, this is how I want to shoot and edit my video. Like that's the vibe I got. Like a lot of slow motion of like people dancing with the drinks in their hands and like them coming down the stairs all dressed up in slow-mo and like a lot of like neon colors. Like that's just something I think about when I'm looking at the Western shows. And I don't know if this is, affected by you know watching other reality shows like this is a little this is not dating but if you guys all watch terrace house i definitely grew an appreciation of how the asian production teams really filmed the reality shows like it feels it really feels like it just it's shot like a movie or like a k-drama in some ways and it just feels like a beautiful vlog to some extreme versus like a reality show the camera set it just feels very different so for me, I just thought the production and filming style was another key thing that stood out to me and the differences of the dating shows. Again, I went through some basic things that really stood out to me that were I wanted to compare in terms of the dating shows. I feel like we all watch dating shows and I still watch both Western and Asian dating shows. And for me, the reasons are, besides the reason of love, I mean, I love love, but for the Western shows, I definitely watch more for the drama. Like, 
I mean, sometimes you can't look away. Like, I'll be honest, again, like during my lunch break, I was watching The Perfect Match and I was telling my roommate, I was like, this is horrible, that this show is not very good, like the concept, but you can't stop watching because there's so much drama like happening. And again, I think the producers on these Western dating shows really know how to stir the pot and just keep and they keep you hooked on the show. And another thing I noticed, too, is that, again, like The Perfect Match, like The Bachelor, the creators of these shows, in some way, it's its own multiverse in a franchise. And so when you watch one season, you have to watch the next season because they always connect and bring on previous contestants back on. Like, this is why Bachelor in Paradise is so popular. You literally take all the contestants that didn't make it to the end and put them on the island and see if they can match with each other. It is just so, like, of course you're hooked because of that reason. The show I'm watching right now, The Perfect Match, which I will say it's like, the concept is not the best. It's about can you be the most compatible couple on the show? None of the challenges are about compatibility, but there's just so much drama. They take all the previous contestants on all the Netflix dating shows and put it on the show and to compete with each other. And so taking all these previous like known people that are familiar and putting them on another dating show is just like a recipe for like one drama and two just like viewership. So of course I'm watching along the way. For the Asian dating shows, for the South Korean ones, I think I learned to appreciate the slow build. And maybe for me, you know, being Asian American and being someone that has had the privilege of going back to my motherland and traveling through Asia, there's this genuine curiosity of how other Asian cultures navigate love. And I'm just so curious about the dating culture in Asia. So there's a fantastical curiosity about it. So this is that's why I'm really into like the South Korean dating shows. It um it just sparks my curiosity. I do want to ask you all, like, what is your favorite dating show? Like, Western or Eastern? Like, what dating shows are you guys loving right now? Let me know in the comments on this Instagram post. I will say for me, my favorite Western dating show, it's actually, I, I don't, they haven't had a recent season, but it's on Netflix. It's called Dating Around. I think I liked it because, you know, when I was single and obviously on the dating apps and trying to find my match, first dates are always so fascinating to me. And so Dating Around is about they every episode follows one person and you track them as they go on first dates with like multiple people. And at the end of the episode, you see who they chose to go on the second date with. And I thought the editing style was really great because they'll cut in between the dates and it feels like one seamless date, but they're literally switching off between the different people. So I think as someone who was single and just being curious about how people navigate the awkward first date, I thought Dating Around was really great. For my favorite South Korean dating show, I still need to watch more. And it was hard to choose one. I will have to say I did enjoy Change Days. Pink Lives was a very close second. Um, it was hard, man. I think Change Days because I like to see the dynamic of the existing couples and maybe kind of dissect myself if I thought they would they would um, continue to be together or not. And it, the drama of it was, you know, them dating each other in the house and they still live in the house and then go back to the room with their like existing uh partner was very interesting so i will say change days for me would be my favorite south korean dating show again i feel like i go on comparing the differences of the dating shows ultimately i will say that there is they're just very entertaining to watch and i'll always and forever continue to watch dating shows i feel like people just actually the dating shows for me are the ones that connect my house like all three of us like to watch dating shows together and be like oh my god and the commentary we have is really fun and again ultimately i think people just love to watch love so again please let me know if i miss any other differences and let me know what you love about both types of dating shows in the comments of this instagram post well this concludes today's episode and the last episode of k-dreaming 
I asked you guys a lot of questions on this show. Again, let me know your answers. And again, let me know your favorite dating show in the comments of this Instagram post. I really hoped you enjoyed all the episodes of K-Dreaming. And thank you so much again for sending me so much love for this mini series. I will be back with a new show soon and hope you tune into that when it launches in a few weeks. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you again for joining me and have a wonderful week, everyone. Until next time, until my next show, bye.